anointing of the Lord again this morning. And, and just to, I, I try to go back each Sunday and say, okay, this is, uh, this is what we're doing. This is why, because I, w- I want us to get it, get this in our hearts. This, I believe the the sevenfold anointing of the Holy Spirit. Number one, it's for us. It's for every single one of us. If it's on the head, right? Who's the head? Thank you. If it's on the head, it's also on the body, right? So we need to be be praying this over ourselves. We need to be uh, walking in these different anointings. They're they're available for us. So what what are the different anointings? Anybody have memorized yet? This have the spirit of the Lord, right? The spirit of that's one of them. So we have, we have spirit of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, uh-huh, and fear of the Lord. So, and you know, out of uh, Isaiah 11, it, you know, and it, it, it's a shoot will go forth, and the spirit of the Lord will be upon them. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. And this is talking about Jesus, of course. So we we looked at um, the spirit of the Lord, you know, and that the spirit of the Lord is is the you know He rescues us, and we we know we need to be rescuers, right? Jesus was the ultimate rescuer. He ultimately defeated um, death, hell, and the grave, and rescues us from sin. But He's also given us a ministry to pull others out, right? He's given us that uh, that ministry and the authority to go out and do so. Um, the spirit, the spirit of of um, of of wisdom, right? And that that spirit of wisdom we saw is the spirit that builds. Right? It um, it was on um, the, to build the tabernacle. It was on uh, um, David's son. Oh my goodness. Um, Solomon, thank you. I keep saying Samson. No, that's not it. Solomon is an S word. It was on Solomon to build the, the temple, right? That wisdom. It's on us to build the new and living temple, right? We all are, are stones, and we each have a role to play. So, what is your what is your role? You know, are you are you um, a, a stone, a foundation stone? Are you a cornerstone? Are you you know one of the the top stones and the you know where are you in the temple we all have we've, we've gone over the um, different gifts and the uh, the gifts of the spirit the, the Romans 12 and the first Corinthians 12 gifts we all have gifts to, to use and to play and that's where we're going to fit into that new temple of God he's given us wisdom to build to build his his house wisdom and understanding understanding to um, understand the word, understand what he's doing, and understand um, all that the, the, the is in the gospel. But it's great for us, but it's not just for us. Okay? Right? Please, don't let it just be for you. We need to give that out to others. And he's given, it, he's given us the understanding in order to be able to share the, his love, to share the gospel, to share his word. With others, then this last week we started on the uh, uh, the spirit of counsel, 
And uh, I, I told you last week, this is, a, this is kind of a, a difficult one for me because there's, um, there's not that many times in Scripture that, that this word is used. So I was trying to have to kind of pick and choose and say, okay, what, is, what, what does this mean, Lord? Is it just you know, a counselor, someone who's, who's able to give good advice to somebody or maybe sit down and listen to somebody and say, you know what, yeah, here, here's what you need to do or here's how you need to get out of your problem. Um, but really, the, the, the person that, it, that speaks of doing this more than anyone else in the entire Old Testament is um, this character we're going to look at this morning, um, Ahithophel, out of Second uh, Samuel uh, 15, 16, 17, Ish, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not, we're not going to read it all. I'm going to tell you the story of Ahithophel. And the reason I'm, I, I chose this, this person, this character, is not because he's a great, um, he, he's not a great uh, person that you're supposed to follow after, okay? God does both of those. Sometimes he gives a person as an example for us and say, okay, you need to be like Christ. Right? Or maybe, maybe you can look at a lot of David's character and say, I need to be like David in this, or I need to be like um, Paul in this, or I need to be, uh, you know, uh, you look at Martha and Mary, and I need to be, I need to be more like um, Mary and sit at the feet of Jesus. Or, you know, Ahithophel, you can't really say too much, oh, I want to be like, a, you know, there's not too much of that. But God put counsel with Ahithophel. And what we saw last week is it said that one inquiring of, of him was like inquiring after the word of God. So he was, he was somebody that if you wanted to know the wisdom of God on something, what should I do in this? You would go to Ahithophel. What, what am I supposed to do in this situation? How am I supposed to handle this? You go to Ahithophel. David did that. Ahithophel was a counselor to David. But then, if you remember, David had a son, Absalom. Absalom had a chip on his shoulder. And there's a, you can go back and read the whole thing, but Absalom had a conspiracy with David. And if you remember, um, Absalom was, was there, and then he, he would sit at the gate, the city gate, and when, when people would come into the gate, he'd come up to him and he'd give him a kiss, right? You know, it was a greeting in those days, but it was a personal greeting. He'd give him a kiss, and he'd say, look, let me hear your problems. Let me hear what you're having to say. Let, let, me, let, me, let me judge this for you, and I'm going to do, do better than David will. So with a kiss, if you will, he stole away the people of Israel and brought them over to his side. By the way, do you know anybody else that betrayed with a kiss? <laughs> Judas. It's the same spirit, by the way. Exact same spirit. When you look at in the, in the, the spiritual issues... It's a spirit of, of Absalom. It's a, it's a spirit of that betrayal, and the, um, that's what is with Judas. By the, we'll see later, but do you, anybody, how did, how did Ju Judas die? 
He hanged himself, right? You know how, Je how Absalom died? He had this big, long, flowing hair. He was in, he was in battle against his father, David, and his hair got caught in the branches of a tree. And he was hanging. His, the mule he was on went out from underneath him. So he's hanging between heaven and earth. And uh, they, they came, Joab came along and, and speared him. But he hanged, just like Judas. There's a reason. All this, all this fits together. Um, but back to Ahithophel. So when Absalom did this, when Absalom began to betray his father and began to steal away the people of, of Israel from King David, uh, he planned a coup. And um, the, what he did was he called Ahithophel and the other conspirators with him and then went into, uh, into Jerusalem to be king. Now, David knew that uh, this was taking place, and he, well, he realized that all the people, and this is what it says, all the people have gone after Absalom. We got to get out of town before they come and they kill us. So David and his crew left, right? They went out of, of Jerusalem. This is all prophetic stuff. When you see the See Jesus, they dig out over the Mount of Olives. David is, is uh, you know, going out in, in shame. Jesus comes back down in victory, right? Um, but they, they, they leave and they, they cross over. But, but in the story, you also have another counselor, um, Hushai, Hushai the Archite. And uh, if, you, if you look in, um, let me make sure I get my, in Chronicles, uh, you know, it gives a list of David's, um, all of his people that he's got within the, in the government. It says, Ahithophel was counselor to the king, and Hushai the archite was the king's friend. So he was the king's friend, and, and so he's going to go out with David, and David said, no, 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 what you, I need you to be here for me. I want you to go in, and um, I've heard that Ahithophel is in there. Hushai, I want you to go, and we're going to pray that God will uh, that God will thwart the good counsel of Ahithophel. So what happens is the, um, uh, 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 Absalom comes in with all of his crew, right, and they they get into the palace. And uh, what Ahithophel is, says to first do, he says, "Okay, I want you to take all. I want you to take your, the concubines that that your dad left. King David left ten concubines to to watch out for the house while he and all of his men left." said, so take the concubines, and I want you to sleep with them in broad daylight. On top, go on top of the palace. And so they set up a tent, and um, he, uh, in broad daylight, by the way, this was a, a um, this was, uh, Nathan prophesied this over David. So this is what happened. It was a, um, a um, boy, my words are not coming to me this morning. This was uh, a, uh, the fulfillment of, the prophetic uh, prophecy from Nathan. But what I want you to see is Ahithophel counseled Absalom to do this, to make a total break. This was, we, we think of this and go, man, that's nuts. That would not work today. Why don't you go and sleep? No, no, no. That, 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 this is totally blows our mind to think that, that somebody would counsel 
This would be good counsel. But what this was is um, he basically said, look, you need to make a total break with your dad, that there is no going back here. You're not going to just come in and be a wishy-washy king, that you have totally broken with um, what your what your dad did. You're your own man, and you need to take the stand as the your own person, sleep with your dad's concubines in broad daylight, and make everybody know that your dad is gone, you're in town. And that's what this was, is a total break with the, with the previous, this is my kingdom now. So that's what happened. Then Absalom says, what do we do about David? And Ahithophel says, let me take 12,000 men. I'm going to go out there while they're, still, while they're still going out, while they're going out in disgrace, Give me 12,000 men, and we're going to go, and we're going to, to kill David and make sure that you are uh, installed properly as, as king. By the way, let me, let me tell you something that, that may or may not be true, but as, as, as they look in Scripture, okay, it's very possible that Ahithophel was... Um, a what one of David's mighty men that he was that person's dad. Okay, let me actually get the name here. Um, Amiel, uh, Amiel, one of David's men. Okay, it's very possible that Ahithophel was his dad, and that the daughter of Amiel, Bathsheba. Like I said, not sure, okay? People, it's one of those things because the, the name is not exactly the same, but it's one that it could be. But it's very possible that Ahithophel is Bathsheba's granddad. So think about, now, may, if that's true, I'm not saying it is, I'm saying it's a possibility. If it's true, think about his his thought pattern and okay it could be a reasoning there why he's like you know what I don't really like David anyway I'm going to go with his son instead so he may he he's asked now what do I do about David he said let me give me 12,000 men we're going to go after him we're going to kill him but remember David had left another person there he said go back and I want you to present yourself to Absalom and I want you to serve him. And we're going to pray that the good counsel of Ahithophel will be thwarted and that God will, will use you. That's Hushai. Hushai the archite went in and said, uh, they, so they, Absalom asked Ahithophel, I said, well, let me see what Hushai has to say. He said, usually Ahithophel has great counsel, but this time he doesn't. Remember, your dad, King David, is a man of war. And all of, his, uh, all of his mighty men are with him. They are all men of war. They're not going to just be, um, they're, they're going to they're hide themselves. You're not going to find them. 
They, they are like a lion robbed of her cubs. If you just go up, they're going to they're gonna pounce on you. Call all of Israel together, and we will go out as, as, and overwhelm them with mighty force. And Absalom says, okay, we'll do that. And what you find in Scripture, it says that when Hushai the Archite gave that word, that, that encouragement to Absalom, it says that um, he thwarted, what is it, the good counsel. It thwarted, he thwarted the good counsel of Ahithophel. If they had gone with what Ahithophel had said to do, more than likely David would have been toppled. But Hushai's, um, his counsel prevailed, and they let David know, and David went in, and then they had the war. And as, as, you, as I, I mentioned earlier, um, Absalom was slain in the, in the battle. So the spirit of counsel, the spirit of counsel, um, which is upon us, is upon us to be able to give the, uh, the direction of the Lord to people. God's wisdom and counsel, and not just to be able to understand, right? It's not just so that we can understand, as in wisdom and understanding, but to be able to take that and to be able to give people the wisdom and counsel from God. Now, if, I don't know if anybody remembers when we, when we talked about the spiritual gifts, this is how I see, uh, especially this gift of counsel. Remember, this, in this, with this, the spiritual gifts, like the, let's say, the, the prophetic gift, right? there is a, a positive and a negative with the, with the prophetic gift. God will put that gift into people. And I believe it's there, uh, especially the um, Romans 12, it's there resident in people waiting for them to get saved. And you'll find a lot of prophetic people are very, very understanding of what's going on. They just It's like they have just, even before they get saved, it's like they've got this, got this sixth sense kind of, of hey, this is, this is what's going on. A lot of times they will be counselors for people in business. You know, you might have a, a, a businessman and, and he needs somebody that's just going to be in his ear saying, hey, this is what's going on, this is what you need to do. And those are the prophetic people a lot of times, even if they're not Christians. They have this, this sixth sense that they, they know what is going on and how to do things. They often know what's going on with people. They, they will look at somebody and they'll say, yeah, that's a good person to be with. Nah, don't be with them. That, trust that person. That person's going to rob you blind. And they just have this knowing. But part of that is actually... Um, there's a negative side as well because they can be manipulative. If they're not Christian, if they're not uh, submitted to God, they can be manipulative because they kind of know what's going on. And so they, they can get into somebody's space and, and then start using things for their own good. You see here with Ahithophel, um, There are some things with the spirit of counsel that you see with him. And I believe what's happened is 
he has a definite spirit of counsel upon him. He's able to give the good word of the Lord, but he is not in a place himself, personally, that he is in a right place with God. Okay? So what's the spirit of counsel going to do? Um, number one, it will, a spirit of counsel will position you. Uh, if you look in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 12. So Absalom was, the, the conspiracy is just getting started. And Absalom sent for Ahithophel, the Gilanite, David's counselor. He's like, I, I know I need somebody. I'm getting him. So the spirit of counsel will position, position you. All right? And, I, and there, I, I know you guys, a lot of you all, that's what you know, has happened with you over the years even. You know, God, God will position you in different places uh, in your business or in leadership positions. He'll say, that person... He or she, they have good wisdom about them. They'll, they will elevate those, those people with counsel. And as Christians, we need, to, we need to realize that. We need to expect that, that whether it's in our, our business or whether it's in our family or whether it's in um, you know, different uh, civic organizations, committees, or, or maybe you're, you know, in, um, you're, you're in some sort of uh, group or club, you know, you know, at the senior center or whatever. Expect that the the spirit of counsel that God has placed within us is going to elevate us. People are going to look and say, "Look, that is a good person. To, I want that person to be closer to me. I want that person to give me wisdom. I want that person to give me counsel. I want that person in a leadership position because." They have really, really good things to say. I know a lot of that. A lot of you that's happened with, and we need to expect that. Not, not because you are specifically good and awesome, and, and you are anyway. But, but that's not it. It's because we have an anointing of the Lord upon us, and that anointing is going to elevate us. Not for our glory, but for His. Right? Again, that's that, that are, you, are you in this for the right reasons? I, I had a pastor years ago. He would, he would say, you know, oftentimes a, a person's anointing will take them to places that their character cannot sustain them. That the anointing on a person will take them to places that their character cannot sustain them. And you've seen that with a, a lot of a lot of guys in ministry, and it's more guys specifically. And you think you think about a bunch of these. Um, thank the Lord, there hasn't been that many recently, but it, it, for a while there, a bunch of these guys, boy, they would they would get going either in a church or their ministry, or whatever, and they'd you know, ramp up, ramp, get huge and huge and huge, and all of a sudden it would be all over the news um, that they had a, as big of a fall as they did a, a, an elevation, right? Their character could not sustain 
them where they were, where their anointing took them. They were a great speaker, or they were a great counselor, or they were they they could tell you exactly this is how you need to to uh, work in your life, right? They, they 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 had a great understanding. Maybe it was a teaching gift, and and they shot up, but all of a sudden, they blew up. Why? They had a gift, right? The gift was there. But they didn't have, it wasn't right. They weren't themselves right with the Lord. That's what we have to be. We have a gift, but we've got to make sure that our character is able to sustain that gift. Because even if we're, even if we're in a bad spot, that gift will still be upon us. Remember Ahithophel? He gave good counsel, even if it was it was it was wrong. It's not what God did not want David killed, but it says that he gave good counsel. Right? And you could end up giving good counsel to a bad dude. Right? Don't want that to happen. That's why we always have to we have to keep our character in check. We've got to be listening to um Listening to the Lord and listening to others. Um, look at the, he. Not only does it will it position you, but it will position others. Uh, look at uh, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-one. This is th- I told you about this. Verse twenty-one it says Ahithophel said to Absalom, "Go into your father's concubines, whom he left to keep the house." Then all Israel will hear that you have made yourself odious to your father. The hands of all who are with you will, will also be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the roof, and Absalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. The advice of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one inquired of the word of God. So was all the advice of Ahithophel regarded by both David and Absalom. So what did what happened? That council actually positioned others as well. Okay, that's what that's what he gave counsel so that Absalom would be positioned in the kingdom. Absalom called on Ahithophel, and Ahithophel did the same thing. He said, Okay, I'm gonna position you. So what what what's gonna happen with us with the spirit of counsel? We're gonna help others. We need to look out for that, that we will have the opportunity to help and to give good advice and good wisdom to other people and to, and to help them be engaged in what, they're, what they are, are, their business or their, their organization. or what, what We are need to help elevate other people. Now, again, Heathville was doing this in a bad way. But that was still the counsel on him. And it worked. Because it was good advice. Not advice that you want to happen. You want David in there as king, but it was good advice. When God uses us, it's going to be giving good advice to others. I I told you... um, uh, about a, a friend of mine who has just been 
going through a really, really rough time in his business. And he's told me before, he said, Any, if, if, if anything happens with me, if you can use it, please use it. I, I want other people to, to be encouraged and, and be um, helped. I, I, I talked, to, I was texting back and forth with him last week, and uh, he said, he's, he told me what day it was. He said, it was the absolute best day of my life. And I, I'm supposed to catch up with him this week and find out all the details. But you know what? What I've been doing is I've been coming alongside of him and giving him wisdom and counsel. And a lot of it is saying, look, here, I want you, here, let, let, me, let me stand by you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not leave you in the fire. I'm not going to leave you in the desert. We talked about this last week. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm going to check in with you. I'm going to see how you're doing emotionally and spiritually. I'm going to, you know, when you are going this, I'm, I'm even going to say, look, how, how are you doing physically? Are you, are you working out? Are you getting exercise? Are you, uh, it, tell me what's going on, and, and I'm going to be able to pray with you about that. I'm going to be able to encourage you. I might even be, I might even every once in a while say, no, you shouldn't do that. Come, 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 come back here. Come, come, come this direction. And I've done that some, okay? And what's, what's happening? It's positioning him. He's able to, to, to now get through that and get into a place where his feet are standing on solid ground. Right? That's what we do. And as we help others, and, and we talked about this last week, when somebody's going through that wilderness time, the desert time, and you come alongside them, and you say, look, this is how you need to, to manage this. What are you doing? You're elevating them, and you're helping them to put their feet on solid ground, and you're, you're, you're getting them into a position that they're supposed to be in. That's the spirit of counsel. And it's not just for me. It's not just for pastors. It's not just if you're an Ephesians 4.11 ministry gift. It's for each one of us. Maybe I'm going to operate it operate in that a little bit differently or in a, in a different way than you will that's okay it's still on you we need to be I, 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 I'm going to say this again I mentioned this last week when you get we, we all are supposed to be there to help people go through that wilderness and, or desert time especially if you are giving somebody encouragement saying look God's got great plans for you thank you and then God says, I'm going to test that plan. Right? If you're encouraging somebody with good plans for them, God's going to test that plan. It's also your duty to help them get there. When they all of a sudden have everything blow up, right? Like, you told me good things were going to happen to me, and all of a sudden my finances are awful, and my car broke down, and, uh, you know, I lost my job. And uh, my, my kid decided that he was going to um, get into trouble. You told me everything. Well, I didn't. Let, let me wa help walk you through that. Take my hand. I'm not going to let you fail. I'm not going to let you go. We're going to get there together. And you're going to give them good counsel, right, to get through the time. Now, the last thing, so it's going to counsel, position you, or position the others, but also produce fruit, either good or bad. Um, 
look at verse 20, in seven, chapter 17, verse 23. 17:23. So what, what's happened here is Ahithophel gave good counsel uh, to Absalom to, to go and to, uh, to attack David and his army. But he, his, his advice wasn't taken. And he knew what was going to happen. Right? He, he really kind of, I believe, had that prophetic knowing. His advice wasn't taken, and he's like, uh-oh. What th- what's going to happen is they're going to go out. David's going to win. They're going to come back in, and I'm a dead guy because I tried to help Absalom. And it says this, when, verse 23, Now when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey and arose and went to his home, to his city, set his house in order, and strangled himself. Thus he died and was buried in the, in the grave of his father. It's going to produce fruit, either good or bad. And when you look at, um, when you look at Ahithophel, uh, it, w- it ended up being bad for him, but he, he, he knew. He knew what was going to take place because his counsel was good. His counsel was right, even if it was in the wrong direction. And again, this, I, I've, I've said this with each point. Ahithophel shows us that we have to have our lives right. We've got to have our lives right with the Lord. We have to be submitted to God. We have to be submitted to His authority in our lives. We need to make sure that we are growing in the right direction, that we are uh, walking and following after Him, because if we don't, those gifts that are in our lives can end up working against us. They'll end up giving us enough rope to hang ourselves. Okay? Now, we don't have to worry about that if we are submitted to God and, to, and submitted to His, His people, right? And that we're, we're following after Him, we're, we're running after Him. We don't have to worry about the, about the gifts giving us enough rope to hang ourselves, okay? That should not be a worry for us if we're following after the Lord. But let this be a call to us to, hey, use the gifts that God has given to us, but more than anything, to make sure our lives and our character are what is pleasing to the Lord. Do we have, do we have character that's upstanding? Are, are, when somebody looks at you, whether it's in, in your business or something else that's going on, do they say, you know what, that person, that person is what I really see is what it means to be a Christian. I actually had um, somebody say that of, of me last week. I said, when I, when I see you and I see somebody so-and-so, that's what I think it should mean to be a Christian, somebody who's not a Christian at all. I was like, boy, thank you. I, I received that. I, re- I really appreciate that. It was a very high compliment. Do they say that about you? 
Or they say, eh, I don't want to do business with that person. I don't want to do business with that church. Do they say, oh, that person, that she's, she's the one, I, sh- I want to be like her. Because she's got, her, not, not because she's got, every, she, she's a good person. I'm not saying good in that, that that's, but I, she has good standards. She's got good morals. She's got, she, um, she treats people right. She treats people with love and kindness. I want to aspire to be like that person. Do they say that about you? Or when people look at you, do they say, I want to, I want to choose somebody else. Right? When we're looking at the gifts that God has given to us, we need to use them. Absolutely. But they're only going to work and work well if we have the character, the heart after God, to sustain those gifts. Are you there? Or do you need a, an adjustment? Let's pray together. And as, as I pray, I'm going to pray. I want to pray once again that the Lord will let these sevenfold spirit um, anointings of the Spirit rest on us. But let's just all ask the Holy Spirit if there's a character adjustment that we need in any area of our lives. Is that okay? Let's let, him, uh, let's let him speak to us. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that um, it shows us not only all the good stuff, but Lord, you show us a whole bunch of bad stuff also. You, you show us characters that are great, and, but even in the great characters, you have, you have David who has Bathsheba. You have... Um, you have uh, Samson who has Delilah. You have uh, some great people that just, they're not perfect people. Lord, thank you for showing us that you can use us even if we are imperfect too. But Lord, we need to strive after you. Lord, so I, I pray right now that this sevenfold anointing of the Holy Spirit will rest upon each person here. Lord, I know that that's your will. I know it's your, your purpose. Lord, I ask that it would be activated within us. The Spirit of the Lord would come upon us. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Let, it, let those sevenfold anointings rest upon us and be activated within us that we might look like you. Lord, I ask right now, Holy Spirit, go move, move on each one of us, every single heart that's in here. And ask that you would show us how if, if there's anything in us that needs a character adjustment. Anything in us that, that doesn't look like Christ that we need to adjust so that we are not, um, so that we're not doing more harm than good. Pray that you'll show us what that is right now.
whether they're big and obvious sins or whether it's just small sin of the heart that we need to admit it and quit it and forget it. Holy Spirit, please come and be that convicting presence of the Lord right now. Not to bring guilt or shame, but to just bring us closer to Jesus. In a way that only you can. And Lord, I, I bless each person here today. I bless them, I bless their family. Lord, as I've, as I've prayed the anointing up to be upon them, pray it upon their household, upon their family members. Lord, that each person here would walk in a, um, in a measure of protection and provision and strength and confidence and faith that they have never walked in before. Lord, that they will feel your presence going before them and being their rear guard. Lord, that you will elevate them in any, in any capacity that they're in, that you will elevate them so that you will be exalted and be uh, your kingdom will be furthered. Just a reminder that you love us and that you created us to be the head and not the tail. The first and not the last. Lord, also remind us to, uh, that being a servant of all is the greatest. As you were, Lord. Thank you so much. Lord, we give you honor and praise and glory. In Jesus' name.